Hi, it's Alyssa Sequoia here. Welcome and thank you so much for joining me. I've named this the Let It Flow Show. I'll be sharing stories, experiences, thoughts, and ideas, and just whatever flows through in the moment. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy. And now, It's time for the Let It Flow Show. How's it going? How you guys doing? Hey! It's great to be here. Woo! Oh man, I'm uh, just uh, having a little separation anxiety right now from my couch and my toilet. <laughs> you know, we, um, we spend all our time together. And uh, I know, I know this is good. The distance, you know, it's healthy. Uh, and I really think it's time I start seeing other toilets. <laughs> so I, I took this uh, art therapy class offered by the library and uh, loved it. Like, it was just so cool. The teacher had us doing things like getting a picture, a very powerful sentimental picture that holds holds a lot of sentimental value, and then drawing it with our non-dominant hand. And that was such a cool experience. So we did that, and then we got another picture turned it upside down, and we had to draw it upside down. I, I love that. I thought that was awesome. So it's just a lot of the, 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 the then it was like, you know, putting, putting um, pencils in both hands and closing your eyes, and then she would direct us, you know, just, just going, going with her direction um, and going intuitively based on her prompts. So I just thought the whole thing was so cool and it just got you out of your exactness and your perfectionism and your comfort zone, you know, and just freed you up. So she had mentioned that she offered a a weekly class. So I thought, let me, let me check this out. Thinking it was going to be along the lines of what we had just done when to my surprise, it really was not. It's, it's not. Uh, been that way. And I had invited my mom to do the, the initial class with me from the library. And then I said, Mom, let's, let's do her, her regular class. So my mom and I have been in this Zoom art class together. And it's, it's been so great for both of us. And uh, just, just when I think I just can't do it, I'm, I'm you know, I'll, I'll, I'll draw something the night before or the morning of and it's so exciting and so fun, and it feels great. Feels great. Yeah, so the class now is more like, you know, we get a we get a direction of where to go. We draw a picture or a sculpture or a collage, whatever it is, whatever comes through, and we share it with each other, and we, we, we talk about it, and it's a very supportive group, great vibe, 
great group of people. Listen, my father was a professional therapy patient, so there were some very big shoes to fill. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if Olympics had a, had a division of, of a therapy patient, he would be like the gold medalist. You know, not only did he have a therapist, he had a group. It was always group this, group that, my group, I love my group. Like, wow, well maybe one day I'll, I'll have my own group of very hurt, pained, dysfunctional people uh, around me. So, um, I do stand up now. I do stand up, so that's where I have my group. But we're, we're a group, but we're not really a group because you know, it's like, we need, we need a microphone. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I had surgery Thursday. Today's Saturday. <laughs> and uh, crazy. You know, it was like, it was, it was like pretty big surgery. So, uh, went in. And I, I kind of knew, I kind of knew, you know, that it was going to be bigger than than I thought, you know. I was I was just throwing it out to the universe that hey, maybe wouldn't it be great if uh, this was just a lot smaller and the incision was going to be a lot smaller? And I wake up from the surgery and he's like, hey, that was easy, no big deal. I was just threw it out there, you know, just like a like a throwing a penny in a in a in a pond, you know, making a wish. Not a pond, but uh, you know, a fountain, a wishing fountain. It's kind of like that. I thought, hey, let me just cast a penny out into a wishing fountain with my wish on it, right? I kind of knew. Really anxious, really anxious. A couple days before, <laughs> questioning, questioning, you know, but also breathing, and knowing I was on a path towards it. I wrote a little mantra, a little song for myself during this time to settle myself. It goes, it's okay, have faith, don't let fear stand in your way. Just flow like the stream and follow your dreams and always remember to breathe. I drew a picture of uh, my spirit animals surrounding me before my surgery for protection. I look at it and it makes me smile. And that's, that's another reason why I like to draw. And that's, you know, I, I, I draw to make myself smile. couple days before the surgery, I had a dream that this beautiful, big, white, snowy owl was flying towards me, and it was reaching forward with its talons, you know, these really sharp, gigantic, clawed feet. And I threw my head back, and I thrust my chest and heart forward towards it. And it landed on my head, and I just was mystified 
And then after a little while, I reached my hand up to touch it, and I started petting it. And then I started caressing it and brought it down into my arms and cradled it in my arms. And many years ago, in the throes of a horrible Crohn's episode, I was uh, about 19 years old, and I had my a death experience. And I was shaking, like I had like Parkinson's, and I was so young, and I was so thin, and I was back at my parents' house in my childhood bed, and my father came in and was holding me and was saying goodbye to me, and off I went to a white snowy place to the light. There I met a native indigenous person chief with the full regalia, you know, the headdress with the feathers and everything. And he said, I know why you've come. And I've put a call out to the spirit world to see if there's a spirit willing to give its soul in order for you to remain. And he started chanting and there was drumming And he said, there's been a response. A dolphin has offered its soul in order for you to stay. And I started screaming and crying. And I said, no, please let the dolphin live. I'll go. I will go. I don't want a soul to sacrifice itself for me. And he didn't listen to me. He wasn't paying attention. And I saw the dolphin and I saw this big ceremony. And a couple hours later, I opened my eyes and I was back. I got back into my body. Also many years ago, when I was very little, I found this all gray, beautiful, stray, full-grown cat in the woods. I brought it home and it became the love of my life. It's a very painful story uh, about this cat and I don't wanna retell it, but I will tell you that that connection between the two of us was very strong. So all of these elements inspired this drawing that I did of my spirit animals to protect me before my surgery. It's a really big picture, and um, I think I'm just going to have it framed. Even though, you know, I made mistakes. I can see the mistakes, or I tried to erase something, and it didn't work. So then I tried to wet my, my sleeve and rub it. That, that was a, a big mistake. Don't do that. (laughs) But hey, you know, the feeling is there. The message is there. And when I look at it, I feel good. I feel the energy of it. I feel the protection. Get to the hospital, you know, the anesthesiologist, she was young. She was so cool. She was just great. My surgeon came over. He's a nice guy. It was like, just, you know, hit her, hit her with everything you got. And then more on top of that, plus more, plus uh, volume, plus more propofol, plus, plus more, more of everything. And more on top of that. Because this guy, this guy got my vibe, you know feisty. I'm feisty. He tried to examine me in his office. I almost punched him in the face. So he got the vibe. He didn't want me waking up 
you know, pushing him off me, going into ninja mode. So I was out. Woke up with um, him there saying, you know, it was a bigger deal than I thought. A little bigger than I thought. Woke up with a incision going across my whole stomach. <laughs> okay. It's kind of rad. It's kind of badass. It's like a fucking, fucking incision. It's like a fucking scar. You know? It's like scar face, but I'm, I'm scar stomach. I took a picture of it and I was like... Should I post this? Should I put this on social media? Like, look, look at this. I want to see a fucking scar. Look at this. Here's your fucking scar. Yeah, I mean, this, uh, what's on, what, 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 it, what it looks like now, you know, on my stomach, it's like this giant gash going across my stomach that's all stitched up and it has these white things placed over the stitches and it's it's pretty badass. You know, and there is that part of me that just, I mean, I, I'm not going to post it. I'm not going to share it on social media because, you know, people are people and I don't know. But it's tempting because I'm here and I survived it. I could caption it shark attack. I mean, it, it, it literally could be that I was tussling with a, with a shark, <laughs> right? Got a gash. You should see the other, you should see the other guys. Wrestled an alligator. See, now Muhammad Ali is coming through. How does that happen? I don't know. Love him. I did send it. I did send it uh, to to a couple people because it it is just so wild to look at and see. Um, I'm not a painkiller person, so I haven't been on painkillers, which uh, is not okay. You know, it's really not been great. Not been great dealing with uh, with it. Just just popping a Tylenol here and there, but I just can't. I just the pain, the codeine, the 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 Percocets, whatever. I make me barf, and I just you know, I don't want. I don't want to feel nauseous on top of everything. I don't like painkillers. I don't like. I don't like drugs. I don't like. I don't like drugs at all. I, I did enjoy being knocked out, obviously. Fab, fabulous, really, uh, that they have such things. <laughs> what would we do without that? So that was that was fun. Um, they told me they gave me a little Valium in the IV, but I, w- I didn't really feel it. it and I'm, I'm a lightweight. You know, what am I? What am I? Most 110, maybe 109, 108, 109, I don't know. But I'm I'm a little thing, but I could I could take a wallop. I could take a wallop, which is weird, you know, because I said I don't I don't do any drugs. I don't I don't smoke. I don't smoke weed. I don't drink alcohol. I, I don't do nothing. Right? The only drug I do is uh my parents. I talk to my parents. Ben Stiller's been going to my parents' house. 
He's been there a couple times. He was there today. My mom, I asked him, Mom, could you give him like a little, could you give him my website? Like, could you, could you, could you, you know, because I can't be there because I just had surgery and because there's a pandemic and because I had art class and, you know, it's enough right there. I love Ben Stiller. Huge, huge fan, right? Who isn't? So I said, Mommy, just please make make him aware of, of my website. Could you do that? Maybe he'll listen to my podcast. So we went over it. She's, she's got a really cute hand. You know, she does calligraphy and her, her uh, writing is beautiful. So she, she made a homemade homespun card for me with my name, my, my website, my email address. I didn't see it. She didn't take a picture. So I'm just hoping it was all correct. We went over it. I think she put like, she drew like a little butterfly on it. She put wonderful, beautiful songwriter, singer, and comic or something like that. It's so funny because he's, a, so, so he's over there. And, and, and of course, of course, you know, and let me tell you, this is how I know he's good. Not, of course he's good. I mean, we've all seen his films. He's hysterical, phenomenal comedic actor and actor because his movie Greenberg was not a comedy and he was phenomenal. But some of the best comedians are the best actors, dramatic actors as well, I believe. So, but this is how I, 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 I know even beyond that, that he's so good, is that he picked my parents to go check out the house for his new project, and he winds up hanging out with them. It's like, yes, he, he gets it, you know? Uh, the comedic gold, it's a gold mine. They are a gold mine, okay? <laughs> nice, I'm so glad to be in New York again. When I first got back, I went to visit my parents, and I walk in, and they're standing there in the kitchen, and my father's pants are up around his neck. So he's, uh, he's just a head, uh, uh, a belt, and the pants now. <laughs> and I have no idea what happened to his body. You know, the pants... They've been working their way up over the years. But this is like, you know, worrisome. I mean, where, where are they going to be next time I see him? Up over his nose? You know, so we'll just be like a, a forehead, glasses, and the pants. And then what? After that? He's just, they, that's it. He's just, he's just pants. <laughs> My mother was like, Philly Shilkis is having a pool party. You must go say hi. But <sighs> fix yourself up. I'll list up my God. What, they don't have makeup in the mountains? <laughs> I was like, no, Mom, no. There was no makeup. All I had was the blood from my period. <laughs> That's what it was. So sure, he sits there hanging out with him. He's probably, he's probably you know, gathering material, being with them. I didn't have a choice with the comedy. It was just there. It was just built in. I always thought my parents were like, you know, Woody Allen's wet dream, truly. 
So there's Ben. So Ben, he gets it. You know, he's been going over, hanging out, checking out the place, talking to my dad, Marv. Marvin. <laughs> no, my, my father did, my, he did spark my interest in Buddhism when I was a kid. You know, because I, I remember I found one of his cassette tapes, and it was of these so-called Buddhist monks chanting no, which is ridiculous, because there is no no in Buddhism. There's no yes. There's just what is. Right? But my father has the one cassette tape the whole world over of these so-called Buddhist monks chanting no. Right? That became his mantra. He's walking around the house like, no, 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 no. My father had two other mantras. The problem is, and I can't afford it. It was like, it was like magic. You know, no matter what you said to him, it didn't matter what you said. He would, he would come back with, the problem is, and end with, I can't afford it. You could say anything. Beautiful day. Problem is, it's going to rain later. That's what my patients cancel, and I can't afford it. I'm like, Dad, that's what's, that's what's going to be on your gravestone. Problem is, I'm dead, and I can't afford it. But, but, but he wouldn't even go for the R-D-I-T, because he, he wouldn't be able to afford it. You know, just be like, problem is, I'm dead, and I can't afford <laughs> So it's all about healing now. Every day. Another step towards the healthiest version of me. A healthier world, a healthier planet, a healthier government, a healthier human race, a healthier planet. Every day, we take a step towards it. It's never really good enough. When are you gonna give it your all? Frustrated and I can't concentrate I'm dragging around all this weight, all this weight But I've heard laughter in the distance So strange and far away
ahead of me Do I just sit back? I don't think their world is where I want to be There are never any guarantees For those people who are free It's hard to get by and it hurts to have dreams It feels like I'm losing pieces of me Can anyone see me? The hours go by me like the breath I breathe No closer in the world to where I need to be But maybe to me, yeah. But I've heard laughter in the distance Strange and far away I've heard Laughter in the distance So very strange So very strange So very strange That's a wrap for the Let It Flow show. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. I'm Alyssa Sequoia, and until next time, take care. For more information about where to find me, go to alyssa360.com. That's A-L-Y-S-S-A 360.com. Much love and peace.